Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, my space cowboys and space cowgirls around the galaxy and everyone else in between. Welcome back to a declassified bounty file of Bebop Sessions. Today's session will be session 10, Ganymede Elegy. <coughs> Sorry about that. There must have been something in my throat. <coughs> I guess there's still something in my throat. <sighs> okay, it's gone now. Thank goodness for that. But basically, this is session 10. This is a little bit different than the last episode was. But you know what? This episode, for its synopsis, actually focuses a little bit more on someone you might least suspect. While, um, while the Bebop crew lands on Ganymede for the first time since Jeff left his, his uh, past behind eight years ago beforehand... He tries to patch things up with his uh, ex, Eliza, the girl who broke his heart, but instead walks into a crisis involving a lot of loyalties. Now, this episode, if I was to really give it a rating, if I was to really describe this, it's more or less... I've, I've mentioned now on the podcast that there's always going to be an episode focused around someone like in particular. Like, the last one... That you'll probably hear by the time this comes out, like by like after this comes out, will be about Edward, and that one is mostly aimed around her. <clears throat> While session uh, three and four kind of focus a little bit more on Faye. While five and like uh, five kind of focuses more on uh, Spike's past. There's a few that kind of focus on everyone's past or something in between. Like something always has to revolve about around them a little bit. <clears throat> but this will be. Like, this episode is a good one, if I'm honest. Like, this one, I, I really can say after they land on Ganymede, where I currently am, I'm at the bar called La Fan, and honestly, I just, I came in here for a drink that they call on Ganymede Tiger Juice. Now, I don't know what they put in there, but I know it's a th one measure of whiskey, not even from Earth, from one of the asteroids, in this galaxy, it's it's actually brewed on this on this random asteroid. I don't remember the name of it, but it's kind of near. Uh, it's actually kind of around. Like it's very. It actually is uh, not an asteroid per se, but it's around the asteroid belt, and it kind of like is around Mars per se. And this one, this pl like uh, this place where they have it, 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 it the way they do the whiskeys, they kind of they brew it. They, like they start it there and then. Once it's been grown, like uh, the pot is starting to stir and whatnot, they kind of put it onto a ship, and they kind of like travel with it. So it's always, it's never aging, per se. Like it's been aged, really, by like for three years, but officially it never really ages properly. So it's always getting a different flavor because it's always put into different um, crates and barrels, and. Yeah, they have um, freshly squeezed orange juice as well that they add to it with a little squeeze of lemon juice, too. And it's really fantastic. I went in here to just have this drink because I remember my old like uh, my old buddy Jet. Not Jet from the show, but a different Jet. He introduced me to this drink a long time ago, but that's in the past. I'm just an old bounty hunter, more or less, but whatever. That's in the past. <clears throat> this episode, like I mentioned, deals with a lot of the past. It deals with uh, Jet's past with this girl. 
and it kind of starts to revolve around his like what he dealt with as a cop back in the day when he was a part of the inter the ISSP. I gotta look this up again. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to do that intentionally all the time, but it mostly focuses about Jet and what he used to do. And I remember he used to work as a cop for the ISSP, which was, if I do remember, the Inter Solar System Police. That's what he used to do. And <clears throat> honestly, what's funny is that he used to do this a lot, but um, back in the day. They don't really they don't really show it much like they don't really mention it that much but he was on he was a part of that um he was part of the police department on Ganymede this was his own beat and every day he'd come back and visit Eliza at the bar and he would just always do that every night after he was finished his job and well he liked it and then he left his past 8 years prior so in the year 2063 but yeah that's what happened to him in 2063 he left his past behind i don't know if he like if it was because he retired or whatever i think it's because of eliza just leaving him and just saying goodbye without even like really saying it in person just left a little pocket watch and he just he's held on to that for the past eight years in the show and he goes back to talk to her and he just he almost feels like... I think he almost feels like he's seen a ghost. But that's just from my perspective, in a sense. But then, due to some issues on Ganymede, it's her last... It, she's closing up, and Jet's actually her last customer, which kind of makes a little bit more of a... Wow, that kind of hurts to see that sort of thing happen to someone that... Like, it, it kind of sucks seeing people have to close up a shop or a business. It's something that you've known for a long time if you've been... A frequent customer of it. Like, it. It sucks to see that go. But honestly you can't really fix that. But yeah. It mostly focuses a little bit more about. Spike. Well not Spike Jet. It focuses more on Jet this session. Than it does any other like session so far. But this one is good about that. I, 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 I feel. Kind of. I feel for Jet in this episode. But they do, like, we kind of do find out that, he, like, as a cop for the ISSP, this used to be what he used to do, and he used to be called the Black Dog, and he'd be one of the, like, I, I don't know if I'd call him a junkyard dog, but I guess I like the idea of why he was called that, because he'd be one that would never let go of, um, once he caught what he was needing to, to catch. Like, once he grabbed a hold of something, like, whatever it was, he would never, like, let go of it which is actually a, a healthy attitude as a cop if you're like if you're an officer of the law if you're or if you're in any sort of form of law enforcement that actually is a good thing because that actually is a very uh person i got a non-persevering attitude that i i actually respect but yeah i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit but yeah um while he's doing that spike's fixing the bebop a little bit and doing some quick little repairs especially on his ship the swordfish yeah, I don't think I've ever mentioned that's what the name of his ship was, the Swordfish, because a few of them have little micro ships except for Ed. They, all three, like, um, all three of the members of the Bebop crew, the main ones that really need to have a ship, are Faye, Spike, and Jet. Jet has his own that has, like, a, I guess, a tow hook or something, like, or, like, some sort of, like, um, like, some sort of, uh, harpoon 
sort of idea while Faye's got her own little ship that has like um, claws of sorts that were used in heavy in the session Heavy Metal Queen. But yeah, that's what happened then, and yeah, that's what happened in that episode. But that's beside the fact. This episode was good. I really liked the fact that they're back on Ganymede for the first time in a long time, especially for Jet. And it's they like while they're at it, they were also like dropping off a a bounty that they had on this guy named Banco Pantorero. Well, Baker Pantorero, and it's it's funny because of the fact that Jet has like he's kind of spacing out while he's like on their when they're on their way back to Ganymede, and it's the thing is well like. Faye's just working on her tan. Spike flies off on the swordfish to contact Jet to find out, like, to say, hey, this guy that uh, your ex is dealing with actually is, um, quite frankly, got a bounty on his head now. And it's it's funny because... What's funny about it is that um, when he finds out, the guy that he's at, like after... Like, actually shot a loan shark in self-defense because of, uh, money problems. And, well, when, uh, Spike's chasing him, Jake gets in his ship and actually asks what's going on and says, Hey, I'm chasing this guy. And then Jet tells Spike to just back off. I'll take him down myself. And he finds out that it's his ex, as well as her new love in her life. And she's just, he wants to just say, Hey... I don't want you to make a mistake that you'll regret for the rest of your life. But what happens is, I think he turns the the bounty in. Oh, okay, let me take a look. Okay, yeah. More or less, he goes through some taken owls, tries to slow them down, breaks the egg, and, um... And it's, like, uh, basically, Jet says that Eliza's current flame will like if he please self-defense will be released soon he just like he just kind of leaves the scene happy to like put the past behind him and he notices the watch and he just kind of like he just kind of gives him uh, he just kind of gives a nice little grim smile and just kind of says you know what i don't need this watch anymore just chucks it into the river happy to leave his past behind this episode when i first saw it actually did give me a little bit of a, a it was a bit of a tearjerker for me but that's a that's a good kind of episode but my final thoughts and the review the final score for this episode this this session Ganymede Elegy gets a solid 7 out of 10,000 long well 7,000 out of 10,000 long and my final thoughts on this episode is well if you're a fan of Cowboy Bebop, this is another one. If you're one of those people that like these episodes and like the podcast and you want to watch, you want to really figure out how where to watch this show, go ahead and find it. You might like this episode more than I ever did. You never know. But I will say, if you do decide to watch it and you do think this is a good episode, you could even tell me that if you find yourself watching it wherever it is, and you're able to comment on it, you might find yourself saying, hey, this was a good episode. Thank you for recommending it. Because the last episode, Jamming with Edward, I actually do recommend. I didn't mention the last session. I should have recommended as well, but I didn't. That was my fault. Space Cowboys and Cowgirls.
Sorry for that, but you know what? I have a lot on my mind. But, in retrospect, it doesn't really matter. I'm helping out with a bunch of other things that are going on in my life, but you know what? I don't need to tell you guys. You're going to listen to these anyways. So, my space cowboys and cowgirls, I hope you all are doing safe out there. I will catch you on the next session, and I will talk about my, one of my old stories again on Beba, on the Bebop sessions. And the next session will be a favorite of mine, title-wise. The next session will be Toys in the Attic. And yes, if you do know your classic rock, you will know that song very well. But, uh, yeah. I better get off of here, ladies and gentlemen, my Space Cowboys and Cowgirls. I will see you next time on the Bebop Sessions. This is me, Scott Betson, signing out. End transmission.